Good morning. The school board has been talking about possibly handing over the Middleburg Community Charter School property to the county or to the town of Middleburg. Problem is, both the county and the town have said they probably don't want it. For Thursday, April 5th, it's your loud now morning minute. Discover a nationally acclaimed academic program at Basis Independent McLean, a pre-K through grade 12 private school in Tyson's Corner. The expert teachers and globally recognized curriculum inspire students as they develop the knowledge, grit, and confidence they need to succeed in today's competitive world. Join them on April 9th or April 16th at 10.30 a.m. for a unique inside look with their head of school. Witness the interactive classrooms and experience the unparalleled learning environment. Learn more at basisindependent.com slash Loudon or call 70. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Since last year, the Loudoun County School Board has been talking about surplusing the Middleburg Community Charter School property to the county. The idea is that the school board would surplus the property, which puts it in the county's hands, and then the county would give it to the town of Middleburg. The school system has been leasing that property to the Middleburg Community Charter School's Board of Directors for a dollar a year since 2014, which is the year the public elementary school in that building closed and the charter school moved in. The charter school also gets free water and sewer service from the town and contracts with the school system for its state-subsidized maintenance. It is also thought to be in the oldest operating school building in Loudoun. The school board voted unanimously in March of last year to begin the process of surplusing that property. Legally speaking, if they do that, the property would go to the county. The county then has to decide what to do with it. The school board has talked about giving it to the town of Middleburg, but the town might not want that property at any price. If the building were to go to the town, the town would probably be responsible for maintaining the property along with any major improvements that it'll need down the road. Town manager Martha Sims said for a town of 800 people, that might be more than the town can take on. On top of that, according to Leesburg attorney Randy Minshew, who during his career in the General Assembly advocated for charter schools, owning that property could expose the town to legal risk. Government entities are protected from many liability lawsuits on their property. It's a concept called sovereign immunity. But Minshew said that may not be the case for Middleburg if it owns the school building. Schools are usually owned by counties and cities, and he said he could not find any law on the books that would grant the town sovereign immunity if it owned a school building. That could mean if something happens at the school, the town could be hit with a big lawsuit that the school system would have been protected from. County supervisors have also expressed concern about the county ending up owning the property if the town doesn't want it. Their staff have estimated it could cost nearly four times as much for the county to run the building as the school system. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Supreme Court will not be hearing Loudoun County's challenge to a state Supreme Court ruling that the county cannot put a tax on duty-free items at Dulles Airport. In 2014, Dulles Duty Free LLC filed suit against the county seeking a refund of more than a quarter million dollars in business, professional, and occupational license taxes collected from 2009 through 2013. This is a business license tax which is based on the business's gross receipts. The company argued that the tax violated the United States Constitution's Import-Export Clause, which reserves the right to tax imports and exports for Congress. 
The county argues that because the tax doesn't specifically target imports or exports, but is just a general tax on the gross receipts of the business, it does not violate the import-export clause. The circuit court agreed with the county, but the Virginia Supreme Court reversed that decision. Those two courts cited two different United States Supreme Court precedents in their decisions. The county had asked the United States Supreme Court to hear the case, but the country's highest court has declined that request. The International Municipal Lawyers Association and an association of tax law professors had both filed amicus briefs with the Supreme Court in support of the county's case. The tax law professors argue that the state Supreme Court's chosen precedent, which was set in 1946, is outdated and part of a tax system that is, quote, inconsistent, inefficient, and inequitable, end quote, since court rulings on the import-export clause have evolved over time since that precedent, and some states no longer adhere to that precedent. They argued that today it needlessly infringes upon the fiscal autonomy of states without advancing the import-export clause's core objectives. The Municipal Lawyers Association, which is an organization of more than 2,500 local government attorneys, agreed with the professors that the court should rely on the newer precedent set in 1976. That is the case the circuit court cited in its decision. Confusion around this import-export clause, they argued, encourages more litigation as businesses try to get out of taxation. Loudoun's business, professional, and occupational license tax is assessed at $0.17 per $100 of gross receipts. Loudoun collected more than $270,000 in that tax from businesses selling duty-free goods at Dulles from 2009 to 2013. The town of Percival is planning to do an operational audit to, quote, review and assess the town's current organizational structure, operations, and service delivery policies, practices, processes, and levels of staffing, end quote. Town staff estimate the audit will take about four months to finish and can cost up to $45,000. At the deadline to apply, 14 firms had expressed interest in conducting that audit. Whoever wins that contract will create a resident survey, review the current town policies, analyze staffing levels, and review the way the town collects revenue. At the end of that process, they'll have a public meeting with the town council. The town council started first talking about the idea of bringing an independent firm for an operational audit back in 2016 and started moving on it four months ago. The last time Percival had this type of study was in 2005, although that one was more limited in scope. And a car chase early yesterday morning on Route 15 has put a man from Manassas in the hospital and then behind bars. According to the sheriff's office, the chase started on Route 15 near Oatlands Road south of Leesburg just after 4 a.m. A deputy spotted a vehicle traveling under the speed limit and weaving around the road. When the deputy tried to pull him over, the driver sped away heading south on Route 15 and then east on Route 50. Near Lena Mill Road, a deputy put out stop sticks and one of the vehicle's tires was flattened, but he just kept going. The driver headed into Fairfax and then entered Prince William on I-66 where he lost control and crashed. The driver, Anthony Kim of Manassas, was taken into custody. He was taken to the hospital for treatment and then transferred to the Prince William County Jail. Here in Loudoun, he's been charged with felony eluding law enforcement, possession of stolen property, driving on a revoked license, a fourth offense, and reckless driving in Loudoun. The state police are investigating. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com, including the story of the ceremony to recognize the 50th anniversary of the day Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had been shot with some of the people who remember the civil rights demonstrations in the 60s and remember where they were hearing the news. As I said, it's all at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, author and former CIA analyst Karen Cleveland will be at Gum Spring Library to talk about her debut suspense thriller, Need to Know, which has been praised by authors like John Grisham and Lee Child. She'll be there tonight at 7 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, have the logo laser etched onto all of your drinking glasses to tell all your friends and family and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.